looks like a fundraiser for the Save the Geek Foundation. Welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana, and... I'm Mike Russo, and you see, my luck isn't bad. I could have been hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. Uh, so um, today, I think we have a fun episode. It's not a top tier, in my opinion, but to me, this is an episode that's a solid filler it's, it's a good episode for anyone to watch who's, who's binge watching these or just like wants to get out of the normal, you know, the Justice Doug, Darkly Dawn. Yeah. Doug. This is a good one, I think, to get away from, you know? It's a really great one to end the Disney afternoon run with. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's hilarious. This is, I think, it's fun. top uh, five to ten ish of, of funniest episodes. This one's up there. It's got a yeah. lot of comedy in it. You know I love the episode where Darkwing's just a big punching bag, and that's pretty much this whole episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, we got a few other things that we want to discuss real quick. Um, one thing, uh, Mike, I'll try to be quick on it before we talk about the second item. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about, this is mainly toward the YouTubers and any, anyone who listens to the podcast. Um, I actually bought an extra cent of the Funko Verse uh, Darkwing uh, expansion pack. Uh, it goes for like $15 on Amazon and $15 on Funko. If you have Amazon Prime, it's free shipping there. But at Funko, you have to order up to $50 to get free shipping. Um, and it comes with a convention-exclusive sticker. Uh, it's a little different than the actual Funko Pop of Darkwing. It's very close, but it's a little smaller. And his, I believe his right hand is different, right? Yeah, it's it's sculpted to hold the gas gun, right? Yeah, the right hand is slightly different, but it's pretty much cl- uh, close to the to the original Funko Pop. And um, I, I'm going to announce this as a giveaway. I will wait till this episode's drop, so stay tuned in there. Um, the YouTubers. I know some of you don't follow us on social media. You don't want to be on social media. So for you YouTubers, um, comment on this episode um, that you want to enter in the giveaway. That's all you got to do. Uh, and I will enter you guys, um, for everybody else who tunes into the podcast, you don't, if I don't recognize your name as a, one of our usual YouTubers and you try to comment on YouTube, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to enter through our Facebook page. Uh, and the rules will be there for you guys, but for the YouTubers, I know you're listening right now. Uh, just comment on here and you'll be entered, uh, for the Funkoverse. Um, it's not, it's not much, but I think it's a pretty cool collective, uh, item if you're a Darkwing fan, um, you do need the actual full Funkoverse game in order to play it. But if you don't want to play it, it's, I think it's a really cool display. That's just my opinion. Especially if you don't already have the original Funko Darkwing. Yeah. yeah. Now, Mike, did you order the Funkoverse Darkwing or are you not? Eh, you're you're nah, Funkoed out. No, nah, I'm Funkoed out. Okay. So I figured because I know you've talked about you're kind of Funkoed out a few times, uh, especially with Darkwing stuff. Maybe unless they come out with some new villains, huh? That's what would get me to do it. Yeah, some new villains. But they just keep putting the same the same head on a Pez dispenser and a Funkoverse. To mm-hmm. me, it's the same figure. But for someone who likes Funko stuff or doesn't have the original Darkwing, this is definitely something to get. Yeah, I definitely is cool. Uh, I know Stan opens everything. Uh, sometimes I get upset with that. Like, he opens stuff that ha- has been sealed since the 90s. Like, he did the VHS tapes just to get those uh, cards. Sorry, Stan, I'm calling you out. I just disagree with you opening everything oh, up. Oh, he, op- he opened those? Yeah, man. Oh, I, I would have kept those sealed. Yeah. My, my thing is, is, like, if it's still sealed from the 80s, 90s, 70s, whatever, man, keep that stuff preserved, man. Get, get it loose. Especially because at this point, I don't think I ever would put it in a VCR, you know? Yeah. 
So I'd you know, ha- I'd have it just to have it. Yeah, that that's just my opinion. You know, everybody's entitled to their own. He owns it. He has the right to do yeah, whatever do what he wants want. with it's it. Your, you spent money. It's your stuff. Do what you want. I just disagree with it. But uh, speaking yeah. of spending money on something we wanted, yeah. Oh, my, you go first. You go first. You go first. I know this is dropping a couple weeks after you know most people are getting ours theirs, but we got our 30th anniversary D23 Darkwing pins a few days ago. Yeah, you got yours first. I think you got yours like two days before mine. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and you actually got yours from D23 itself because you have a D23. I I picked a really good year to rejoin D23 um, because I have uh, several thousand points on the Disney um, reward site Mm because of all the Disney DVDs and Blu-rays I have have those codes. You mm-hmm. put the code into Disney Movie Rewards, you get you get like points. I have I had over ten thousand points at one at one time or another. Mm-hmm. I just used all those points to join D twenty three about five years ago, and then I still had like seven thousand points. So I joined again a couple of months ago to get something else entirely. Mm-hmm. And then when the pin was announced as a D twenty three member exclusive, mm-hmm. I was very happy I had joined. Because yeah, if I hadn't, <laughs> I would have been going on eBay for it and spending twice what this pin is worth. Okay. Now, before we let people know what it goes for on eBay right now, and of course, this might change when this episode drops. But uh, at the time I bought mine, mine was going from 25 to 40 bucks. Uh, I didn't. I'm not a D23 member, so I couldn't get it like Mike. But I did order mine off of eBay. And the person I bought mine from off of eBay showed a screenshot that they purchased it. So I felt safe. They had a great feedback. I paid a little more than Mike. I paid, I think, double. But it paid off, Mike, correct? Yeah, because you ended up with two somehow. <laughs> yeah, I got two somehow. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but I got two of mine, and it came from D23. At least that's what the label says on it. So I'm assuming the person who ordered it and I bought it from from eBay sent it to me as a gift from D23. I'm assuming. Yeah, probably. Probably already had the order, then got your money, and then changed the return address, the mm-hmm. shipping address on it, so that you got it directly. Um, but you know what, even if you had just gotten one pin, you still would have done well. Cause even if this didn't sell out like the first day and was still available, Mm -hmm. you would have had to have joined D23 to be able to get it in the first place. You had to have been a gold member and that's a hundred dollars subscription, a hundred dollars subscription. So if you really wanted it and you were crazy enough to join D23 as a gold member, you would have spent a hundred bucks on top of the $12 pin. Yeah. So regardless of what you spent, you did well, even if you had just gotten one. Yeah, definitely. Now, Mike, uh, before we started the podcast, we did a quick two-minute, five-minute research on what it goes for now. What does it go for now? The cheapest you're going to get this thing right now is 35 and the highest I've seen so far for Buy It Now is $50. Um, mm-hmm. So 35 to 50 is what the Buy It Now prices are at the moment. It will probably go up because they only made 1,500 of them. Yeah. And it's not just a Darkwing thing. Disney pin collectors are nuts for this stuff. Um, so I think it's a combination of what it was, you know, and just the collector mentality of it. So if you really want this, you should probably just get it now before it gets any higher. Yeah, that's my advice. Uh I, I, I don't know everybody's finances, but the longer you take the wait, the longer the price is going to go up because everybody who wants it will have already bought it. So then you just got to wait until they need the money or they just finally yeah. gonna decide to get rid of it. And they're not going to get rid of it cheap. And, you know, there's a bunch of Darkwing stuff coming out this year, but none of it is labeled 30th anniversary. This is, and that makes it special. Mm-hmm. I like, got two. 
It doesn't say it on the pin. It says it on the cardboard backing. It says um, celebrates Darkwing Duck 30th anniversary on right on the backing. Um, the pin itself is pretty cool too, though. Yeah, it's like the it. it's the artwork from the original theme, right? Yeah, of that animation that was only in the first Disney Channel theme of him swinging on a rope. They yeah. chose that. I don't know if it was just a coincidence or somebody actually knew to choose that, but mm -hmm. that's actually pretty cool because, you know, this time 30 years ago, the sneak preview episodes were airing on the Disney Channel. Mm -hmm. So it's like exactly 30 years to the day that this thing came out. Yeah. Now, uh, Mike, uh, one little quick thing. I, I, I didn't share this information with you, but um, you remember our buddy Tim uh, found one of the dancers from the Kicking in the Groove video, right? Isn't that crazy? He, I, was, he yeah. was speculating whether or not he could do it, and then he found them. He found it within an hour. That was <laughs> yeah. pretty good. Um, He's a good sleuther. Yeah, well, I actually reached out to the guy, and he reached back out to me. We, we might have him for like a, a flash crack or something. We haven't done a flash quack in a long time. We need to do one of those again. And good idea. Yeah. So, you know, maybe we can learn a little bit more behind the scenes of that video. You know, who who put it all together, choreographed it. Did they get to hear the song? Uh, which version of the song did they hear? Was it the Disney Afternoon version or the Kicking in the Groove version? I I'm kind of curious, you know. I like to know about the, the sets they built for that music video, too. Okay, yeah, so maybe we'll get some cool information from him. Uh, it, it's not guaranteed yet. He said he will get back to me. So uh, let's we'll see find how it goes. Out. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. All right, so let's get into today's episode, Mike. What episode are we talking about today? Bad Luck Duck, the very okay. last Disney afternoon episode of Darkwing Duck. And then after this, we go into season two of uh, ABC. ABC Saturday yep. morning, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you Before... got mixed feelings about those, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay um but before we get into our production air date stuff mm -hmm. i, I want to mention that this is a recycled idea from an episode that didn't get made um oh. the third episode in production order if it had gotten made so number three would have been called one unlucky duck it's an episode where darkwing thinks he's got hit, gotten hit with a bad luck curse <laughs> and has to fight foul Okay, so um, similar, okay. So apparently the episode was rejected. The outline, they said, I mean, we don't want to do this one, and eh, we have better ideas. I guess toward the end, they're like, hey, remember that idea we threw away? Let's do that one again. But, but this Negaduck. time, let's, listen, let's put <laughs> Negaduck in it. Yeah, forget foul. We don't want to do foul. Let's put yeah. Negaduck in it. Yeah. And it paid all, off. It it's pays all the better for it, yeah. Yeah. Okay, not, so now. By the way, we're not going to see okay. Negaduck for a little while after this one. Okay. All right, so Mike, I don't think you have our air date order, correct? Well, it, no, we don't have the exact day. Okay. Obviously, it was May of 1992. Um, probably late in the month, I do remember um, I had seen it, and I was still pretty much obsessed with it when I went to a birthday pool party. Mm -hmm. uh, my birthday is May 23rd, so it actually is a few days after this episode drops. So happy birthday to me. Um, <laughs> so sometime in May of 92, late in the month, and it was 75th by production order. Okay, 75th. All right. All right, let's get into our writer and story editor. Uh, a story editor was um, Doug Langdale and Kevin Crosby Hops. So this must have been done right around the switchover when Kevin left and Doug took over as story editor. And the writer is Michael Muir again. He had co-written Jailbird with Doug Langdale. And this is the first one he's writing by himself. Okay. Uh, this is the strongest of the three episodes he wrote. 
The other ones he did with ABC season twos, which weren't all that great. This is his best one. It's just fun. I like this one. Okay. And animation, um, we're ending the Disney Afternoon Darkwing Duck run with Han Ho Huang up again. Oh, okay. Yeah. This one, I like the animation on this one. Besides a few errors, um, I really liked it. And, and I'll tell you why, Mike. I think the colors were just so vibrant. It really pops. You know, I, I don't think this was converted in HD, but uh, in my 4K TV, it looked really good. Well, it yeah, mine really too. After years of watching this on a bootleg, like mm-hmm. third generation VHS quality with the Toon Disney bug in the corner, it's really nice to be able to see these later episodes in something resembling HD or close to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they look better than they ever did. They're not mm-hmm. in true HD, but they do look great. Yeah. This one especially. This one especially. Yeah, this one definitely looks good, man. I was watching it like within like even the first minute. I was like, man, Negaduck's colors look really good. I was like, geez, this thing looks great. <laughs> Han Ho has br- brought their A game to this episode. Mm-hmm. It's it's silly, it's snappy, it's lively, it's rubbery. There's some great facial expressions. Um, Han Ho's never going to be this fun again, unfortunately. This is like this oh. is a fun one visually but they're going to smooth all their edges out and get really bland moving into ABC. I don't know if it's a budget thing. I don't know if it was a mandate to tone it down, but this one's just really wacky and crazy. And I'm glad we're ending on an episode that's so much fun visually because we could have ended with dirty something and it would have been a real shame, (laughs) but, but we didn't. And this one's just so much fun to watch. It's fun to watch the visuals, especially knowing in hindsight the show's not going to look this fun anymore. Okay. Um, ABC season two has its moments of fun, but I think this one it goes out with a bang for sure. Now, Mike, I, I don't know if you you know this information, but when this episode dropped or when they created it, were they already aware of season two for ABC? Were they already making those? You know, that's a really good question. I guess the person who would know would be Tad. And I guess I, I'd like to ask him because I do like to know, like, when they found out they had been renewed for a second batch of 13. Mm-hmm. They probably were finishing this one up when they found out. Um, okay. I mean, by the, t- by the time it aired, obviously they knew because you need like eight, nine months to make a finished episode. So I'm sure by the last batch of episodes they were finishing, they knew they were making more. Okay. I'm sure, I- I'm sure of it. All right, I'm putting air quotes on this. You can't see my fingers, but I'm doing air quotes here. Uh, Mike just pretty much said he thinks, so that's an assumption, guys. Yeah, don't I go think. running around. Well, Mike Russo confirmed, okay, don't do that. I see people on social media will say, well, I heard this. I heard that. He is assuming, guys. Don't yeah. jump. <laughs> you know what's funny, though, Will? Certain things I say that I have 100% certainty on, people don't listen to. But mm-hmm. then I'll say things like this. <laughs> it'll come back to bite me <laughs> <laughs> oh like uh like your knowledge of uh what was the actual pilot oh my god that's never gonna end it's never gonna end because news sources still call darkly the pilot yeah. it doesn't matter as long as news news sources call it that it doesn't matter what i say it doesn't matter what tad freaking stone says yeah. it's people are not gonna believe it i know man and the thing is we have tad on video saying what the pilot is and people will still ignore it well, you know, Tad doesn't know his own characters because he says DuckTales and Darkwing are different universes. <laughs> you know, what does he know? He just created Darkwing Duck. But mm. I think we should get into the episode. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's one get thing, into this. One thing I noticed is this one got slapped with a content warning on Disney+. Plus. Really? I didn't see that on mine. Yeah, on mine. 
on oh. my phone and on Disney Plus on my TV, my smart TV. Probably because it starts off with a witch doctor, which is a bit of a no-no these days. Oh, I might have missed it. I I, did, I swear I didn't catch it on mine, but maybe I I just missed it. Maybe I was just you know because in the when the theme song comes on, I either skip it sometimes or I just kind of walk away for a second because I know I got a minute and two seconds before yeah, the it, episode drops. You know, it forces you to sit through a ten second um screen. You okay. can't skip it. You can't fast forward it. You have okay. to sit. It counts it down for you. Your video will begin in ten, nine, eight, seven, six. But this one got it too. I would love to go back now and check just how many Darkwing episodes got that content warning. I know of at least three. I wonder how many more did. Okay. All right. Let's get into this plot, man. We got uh, Negaduck, and he's on his plane. His plane never has a name, does it? No. It's maybe it's just the the Negaquack. Okay. <laughs> maybe I don't know. All right. He's in the Negaquack. Let's call it the Negaquack for this episode. You just renamed it. All, All right. right. All right, we're in the Nega Quack, and uh, Nega Duck believes he dished Darkwing in the Thunder Quack. You know, he's he passes a, a volcano or mountain, and uh, Darkwing ends up landing on his plane while he thinks he's dished him. Yep, and Darkwing says, you know, it's time to face the music, and, and Nega Duck says, um, I love music. Have a little bye-bye birdie. Opens the <laughs> canopy, and he flings Darkwing right off the plane. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. And then... Uh, Negaduck, he ejects himself, and he starts to parachute down. Are you sure that was Negaduck? Because in one shot, he comes down with his parachute, and he looks just like Darkwing. Yeah, so, that would, that had to be a huge animation error, man. Yeah, we, we're never going to escape those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he lands, and uh, again, he thinks he ditched uh, Darkwing. <laughs> yeah, this is where like I start to really love the Hanho uh, animation, because as Darkwing is bragging about himself... Negaduck gives this great look right to the camera. Like, can you believe this jerk? This great look on Negaduck's face. Like, I've seen people, like, make it into GIFs. If you look, people love this shot of Negaduck. It's so fantastic. And then a volcano erupts on the island they're on. Yeah, it erupts, and um, Negaduck is kind of like, he, he's trying to get out of there, right? Well, no, yeah, no, no. He, he, he hits uh, Darkwing over the head. Uh, and ties him up in his own up. parachute, yeah. Yeah. And then he runs. takes all yeah, he takes off running. And when he after he runs, he comes through some bushes and he witnesses some tribemen and a a witch doctor. Yeah, so the volcano suddenly stops erupting and he notices that there's a witch doctor with a magic amulet who's able to control inanimate objects using clay. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, he's the witch doctor. He's voiced by Hal Rail. The voice kind of has a weird kind of Bobcat Goldthwait uh, sound to it. It sounds very, he's very silly. And we have these two voodoo pigs that are with him. And they're mm-hmm. chanting, who do voodoo? He do voodoo. Who do voodoo? And they have British accents. They kind of sound like the Beatles. Mm-hmm. And there's, they're voiced by Jim Cummings. And these guys are the reason why this episode got the content warning. Um, so Negaduck realizes that with this amulet, he can bring things to life. And yeah. there's a there's a great shot of his jaw dropping open in amazement. I really love it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, he, he sneaks up on the witch doctor and he takes the amulet. Yeah, he runs off and the, you know, two, uh, the voodoo pigs go after him. But they all must be colorblind because when Darkwing shows up, they think he's Negaduck. Yeah, but he's not. <laughs> but they um, don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> And this is where the episode, to me, it really, really gets funny. This yeah, is when it starts, you know? They ask him for the amulet back, and Darkwing says, you know, I don't have it. I'm not a thief. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then Darkwing drops a net on them, and the witch doctor decides to put a voodoo co- curse on him. Yeah, and he the curse is a bad luck. He, uh, ba- the curse of eternal bad luck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, Darkwing's bad luck begins pretty much instantly. <laughs> yeah, did you catch that every time the witch doctor does the, the incantation is always like if you listen there's always things he's referencing like this first time he does it he's he references Bambi and Dumbo. Oh no, I didn't catch that. Yeah, he even says chicken gumbo too. I know you like gumbo. Oh, I love gumbo. And yeah, he hits Darkwing with the curse and Darkwing doesn't believe he's cursed, of course. Mhm. But uh yeah, he he slips, he falls down a mountainside, he falls into the mud. And he's he's obviously not going to be having a good day. Yeah, he pulls a vine down, and the vine causes a tree to fall on him. It, and, then when, <laughs> and then when Launchpad saves him, he basically slams him into every tree in the jungle. Oh, yeah, that was hilarious, because uh, Launchpad picks him up from the Thunderquack. <laughs> and just drags him along, banging into every tree. Yeah. But, you know, then when we get Darkwing, he's up on the Thunderquack, and he's getting cocky. You know, his ego is always. He, he doesn't believe in the bad luck. And where's his foot next to the the eject button because <laughs> they're on their way to a fan club meeting mm-hmm. and as soon as he says he doesn't want to let his fans down he hits the eject button and is flung from the plane all yeah. the way into saint canard now mike uh, was this fan club meeting was it was it crowded was it like packed up in there let's <laughs> let's 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 put it this way it's a gigantic banquet hall Besides the table Goslin is sitting at, there's like two tables and like five people. <laughs> Poor Darkwing. And, and the people there are really, really sad. There's two little kids. Okay, fine. A tall, skinny nerd, a decrepit old man, and an overweight, horny woman. <laughs> <laughs> who, really, who really, really wants Darkwing. <laughs> did they ever say who, um, did you ever, could you find out who voiced the old man? I don't know who voiced the old man. Just based on the voice, I think it might just be Jim. Okay. Um, the lady is Susan Tolsky. Um, she's in the credits. It's obviously not Christine. Definitely mm-hmm. her. Um, and the, the the tall, skinny nerd who keeps talking, there's a man in the credits named Hank Sarian. Um, I don't have any really much information about him, although I did find out he's most notable for being a voice director, story editor, and head writer on the original Muppet Babies. Oh, cool. Yeah, Muppet Babies really hasn't come up as we've talked about shows in our podcast. I think this is the first time we've mentioned it. Yeah. Um, I think he's the tall, skinny kid. Okay. And and the two little kids, I don't think they talk at all, do they? No, I I didn't hear them talk. No. So Darkwing falls through the roof and crashes down into the banquet hall and then gets Mm -hmm. hit in the head with a bowl of dip. Yep. (laughs) You know, and he got hit with the dip right when he was giving his speech. Yeah, he... He says, evening throngs of adoring fans, and the ball hits him right in the head. <laughs> yeah, and then um, uh, LP shows up, and he informs Goslin about the curse. Yeah, but Darkwing doesn't believe it. Um, really great timed, and it looks really painful. He steps on the, uh, the microphone stand, and the microphone nails him right in the beak really hard. <laughs> and it bends it out of shape. Yeah. And and then we get a cut scene, I believe, with uh, Negaduck, and he's yeah. hi- he's hiding behind the dumpster. Was this the scene where he's behind the dumpster? I believe so. And he's made a lion out of lion out of cookie clay. Yeah, and he's trying to bring a, a lion statue to life with the animal. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
and it comes to life, heads into the banquet hall. Right after Darkwing basically wishes death on the lady, um, because he says she gives him a Sherbert statue, and he says it makes me wish you were getting attacked by a by a horrible menace. <laughs> and, then the, and then the lion comes in, and Darkwing goes, "I have to watch what I wish for." Yeah, and then uh, we get go back to outside where Negaduck is, and we see the tribe, uh, the witch doctor and the two pigs. Yeah. Uh, they spot um, Negaduck, but he drops the statue when they spot him. And he is colored wrong in that shot. Yeah, he's back to Darkwing. It, you could tell it's Negaduck because of the voice and where he was located, but he's, he looks just like Darkwing. I, that one was a big error. Darkwing, meanwhile, gets sliced apart by the lion statue. Mm-hmm. Like, it swings at him, and then his body falls to pieces. Yeah. And, and then the lion jumps on him, Negaduck drops, the lion clay breaks... And the lion falls on Darkwing. Mm-hmm. And then so Darkwing's is... informed about the first Darkwing annual parade. I'm sure this will be amazing, right? <laughs> um, so Negaduck runs off. Darkwing sees him go, realizes that Negaduck's behind it. Mm-hmm. The witch doctor chases Darkwing. Darkwing hides into a dumpster. And, you know, the and the witch doctor leaves. And then they find the, the head of the cookie clay lion on the ground. Yeah. And this is this is when Darkwing pretty much figured out everything that Negaduck stole the amulet and that's what they're that's why they got him mixed up with Darkwing, right? Yeah, so they take the lion head up to the hideout to you know examine it to see what it is, but he realizes it's just clay. Mm-hmm. And then he blows up his chemistry set. <laughs> and we get a scene of Darkwing saying over and over, "You see, my luck isn't bad. I could have fallen i could have gotten hit by a car i could have done this and every time he says it it keeps happening to him this i think is the funniest scene in the whole entire episode because he keeps saying like well at least i didn't fall off the bridge boom he falls off the bridge at least i didn't get hit by a car boom he got hit by a car so and then me, he says yeah, yeah it just kept happening and i just thought it was just so funny like i thought maybe one or two but they, they actually did it for like four or five right yeah because then he lands inside a dress that's on the clothesline mm-hmm. and he said my luck's not bad this clothesline broke my fall but the line snaps and he crashes to the ground in the dress and he says see my luck isn't bad nobody was here to witness my humiliation but then his fan, <laughs> his fan club shows up and the old man's like hey nice dress yeah, but then uh, Negaduck kind of ruins the parade. Uh, well, no, no, I skipped the part, Mike. Uh, the parade begins, it and some uh, parade. It yeah. looks like a fundraiser for the Save the Geeks Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it really is pathetic. It's just one car going down an empty street. Yeah, one car and the and the drummer. So it's not even <laughs> like a marching band. It's just one drummer, you know. <laughs> and and he was not even. There was like no music to it. He was just doom doom doom. <laughs> what an what an ego slam! I swear. I know, right? <laughs> but uh, I don't. I Negaduck decides to ruin the parade. I I don't even know if we can call it a parade, Mike. But how how did he ruin it? Oh, he opens up all the fire hydrants down the street and floods the street. And Darkwing goes down the drain, down a sewer. <laughs> but then uh, Negaduck brings something to life that we haven't seen in quite a while, man. Yeah, he brings. A nearby hamburger hippo restaurant to life yeah yeah and it's stomping around it's roaring and then darkwing gets his cape caught in the hood of a car and it starts like a gag that comes back later he can't pull it out because it's rip proof 
Yeah, the rip proof. <laughs> yeah, and then you know the hippo ends up swallowing Darkwing, LP, and Goslin, and burps. Yeah, and burp. But then Negaduck gets a weapon I haven't seen in a while either, though. Oh yeah, he thinks Darkwing's dead, so he he pumps his fist, he jumps around, he's like Darkwing's gone, mm-hmm. and then he shows up with his chainsaw, and then runs off screen, and then an entire telephone pole f- falls on a car. Yeah, it's great. I love when he's just destructive for no reason. Okay. You know what? That might be another reason why they got the warning, huh? The chainsaw or no? No, the warning content is mainly for... For the Waste uh, Doctor and Voodoo? The, problem- the problematic stuff like that, yeah. If that okay. was the case, every Negaduck episode would get some sort of content warning, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, inside of the Hamburger Hippo... Uh, I nicely- love, I love, okay. by the way, not to interrupt, the colors and shadows inside the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some really great drawings and coloring and shadows in this scene. That's what I'm saying, man. They they went in on the animation on this one, man. I really love the animation on this one. I besides, do, too. Yeah, besides the errors. Yeah. Well, right. ever, you know, well, even Disney Japan made that mistake with Negaduck. So it's like, if if Disney Japan's going to make a mistake like that, I can't be too hard on Hanho, you know? Fair enough, fair enough. All right, so they're trying to figure out how to get out of the hamburger hippo because it's made out of steel. And uh, Goslin comes up with an idea. What's her idea? She slips some chili peppers into a hamburger and feeds it to Darkwing. Yeah, so if you're a true Darkwing fan, you know he can't take uh, spices really well. <laughs> he, even, he even asks her if it's a chili burger, and she's like, no, Dad, I know what spicy food does to you. Yeah. So and... it, it works. He breaks through the steel with the peppers. He, he jumps out the top of it, and he finally believes in something now. Yeah, he believes he's cursed. At this point, he's not even in denial anymore. He knows he is. Um, at this point, he's got a broken arm and a broken leg. Uh, he's got both of them in casts. He wants someone to call a doctor. Yeah. And his, his eye was patched too, wasn't it? In some scenes, it is. In some scenes, it's okay. not. They're not. They're not consistent with it. Okay. <laughs> and so Goslin goes to call a doctor, and of course, the witch doctor is there, and we get the obvious joke. You know, where's the doctor? Which doctor? I don't care any doctor, except that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, Darkwing asks him to to break the curse, and he explains to him everything about the amulet, that it's not him and it's Negaduck. But uh, the breaking of the curse still doesn't go well, man. That bad luck is still hitting Darkwing pretty hard. Yeah, because the witch doctor starts his incantation, and if you listen, you can hear him say, Good golly, Miss Molly, King Kong, and Ramalama Ding Dong. Um, obviously the first two are song lyrics and the other one obviously is King Kong, but mm-hmm. Darkwing sneezes. And when the witch doctor falls, his magic rattle breaks. Yes. Poor Darkwing. <laughs> he can't undo the curse. Yeah. And he decides like he wants to go to the cookie clay to, so that way naked duck can't get all the, uh, cookie clay to bring stuff a lot to life with the, uh, amulet anymore. Yeah. Cause by now naked duck has like two tons of it. So he yeah. plans to basically destroy St. Cunardo with all of that clay. He says it's going to last him years. Yeah. And, you know, we get an entrance. Well, we almost do. Yeah. He, he starts, he goes, I am the terror, and then slips on a banana peel. But <laughs> Negaduck does say, it's the terror that trips in the night. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of do get an entrance, kind of. We do get one later. Yeah. So then uh, Darkwing starts chasing Negaduck, but uh, Negaduck goes up the elevator, and what happens to Darkwing? <laughs> Darkwing falls on an open elevator shaft. Yeah, LP tried to warn him, though. He did try to warn him. 
And then Darkwing <laughs> crawls up the cables and he, he gets up there. He sees Negaduck in his own helicopter. Negaduck has a helicopter now, a different one from Justice Duck. So Negaduck has a lot of vehicles, more than Darkwing's got. Mm-hmm. Um, so Negaduck's got a, the helicopter full of kooky clay. Just as Darkwing's about to shoot a harpoon at him, uh, Launchpad and Gosling come out from the fire exit, knock them over, and the harpoon hits a wrecking ball, and it starts to drop on them. Yeah. He blows it up, but the shrapnel still hits him and knocks him through the roof of the building all the way down into the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, Darkwing's back at the hideout, but it, it looks like he's in a hospital, but he's he's back in the hideout, though. Yeah, he's got a full body cast, and he's laying in a hospital bed. Yeah, and he's pretty much like saying he's done. Yeah, um, Launchpad makes a comment that maybe some other superhero will come along and save the day. And Darkwing even has to admit that's probably what's going to have to happen now because he's in no shape to go after Negaduck. Yeah, and then Goslin decides to take things into her own hands, you know, desperate times, you know, desperate measures. She brings up the fan club. Uh, Last time we're going to see the fan club, except for the skinny kid, he's not there. Um, So then Goslin tells them, they come up blindfolded so that they can't, see where they're going obviously mm-hmm. when when she tells them that darkwing's gonna retire they all start crying mm-hmm. and darkwing is so fed up with the noise he decides you know okay i'll take care of it just get them out of here <laughs> and after they leave he closes the bed on himself yeah <laughs> so the bad luck is still happening that's why this episode is just so hilarious man if you like seeing darkwing pounded this is the episode for you oh yeah and then uh, we get a new vehicle for Negaduck. A speedboat. Mm-hmm. Darkwing yeah. di- didn't have any boats. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a boat. It's like a yacht. It's like everything, man. And it's, it's, and it's got teeth because Neg- all of Negaduck's vehicles have teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and what is he bringing to life this time? Uh, the, the, the bridge. Yeah. Actually, yeah, he yeah. brings the bridge to life. At least, at least one half of it. Yeah. Um, the bridge comes to life. It's walking across the bay. It's swinging its cables, and for some reason, it's roaring. Yeah. How <laughs> <And> does <then, laughs> a bridge roar? Yeah. And then uh, Goslin gets an idea, and her idea is a huge reference to you Star Wars fans. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. You yep. should know what I'm talking about. The Imperial Walkers. And uh, Mike, what, what does she does that reminds us of Star Wars? Um, they have the thunder quack open its mouth, grab one of the cables, and twist it around its legs mm-hmm. so the bridge can fall over. Yep. <laughs> that is obviously a direct reference to Empire. How could it not be? <laughs> yeah, man. I, you know what? When I think when I watched it as a kid, I didn't catch the reference, but like now I'm watching it again, I'm like, come on, that's definitely a reference to Star Wars, man. <laughs> Same here. I didn't catch it, but now every time I see it, it's all I can think about. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what happens after that, Mike? Okay, so Neg- Neg- they fly up in the Thunderquack. Negaduck pulls out a Thunderquack made from clay, rips off the wings, mm-hmm. so the three of them have to reject with their parachutes, but of course Darkwing's parachute doesn't work. Um, he crashes onto the speedboat. Um, him and Negaduck have a bit of an altercation. Um, they- they're a fish in the gas gun, so he can't use that. Mm-hmm. Um, Darkwing grabs the amulet, trips on a fish, and gets stuck in the anchor chain. Yeah, and then Negaduck pulls out that bazooka. And then Darkwing tries to pull Negaduck along with him, but Negaduck does not buy rip-proof capes. No, and so that his... bazooka... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, so his cape rips. And mm-hmm. then what happens to the bazooka? 
Uh, it just shoots all up in the air, and it's about to come that back down to that speedboat. <laughs> yeah, so Darkwing's pretty lucky he fell in the water. Uh, Negaduck jumps and catches the missile or um, whatever it is, grenade bomb, and it doesn't matter. It still blows up. Yeah, it still blows up. And then uh, the Witch Doctor shows up. Yes, because at this point, the bridge is half underwater, so these the hideout's flooding. Mm-hmm. And they're tying down his bed so he doesn't drop into the water again. But the Witch Doctor does show up um, on the monitor. He had to go back to get his magic rattle. Yeah. Um, again, he has an incantation, which includes Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. Obviously, what Disney movie is that from? Um, is it Robin Hood? Cinderella. Oh, Cinderella. Okay. He says Magoo, Bossa Nova, and Zippity Doodah, which is a song Disney oh, is never going song to. Of the sound. <laughs> it's a song Disney is never going to reference ever again. They yeah. don't even play it in the parks anymore. They've scrubbed their history clean of that movie and its song. Um, so he, but he does say zippity doo da. Uh, he hits Darkwing with the curse. Not only is, I mean, the anti-curse, not only is he not cursed anymore, all his bandages fall off and he's fine. Yeah, but the, the bad luck still hasn't ended yet. He's jumping on the bed. The this ropes that are keeping it held up break and he falls into the water and mm-hmm. sinks. Yep, and, and that's the end. His last line is, I guess I shouldn't push my luck. <laughs> and that is the end of Darkwing Duck on the Disney afternoon. That's how we finish. Yeah. All right. So, Mike, man, let's uh, let's get into the Gaskin canisters, man. We we took a lot of time on this episode. Go for we it. We liked it. We liked this one. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, and it's fun. I, I'm going to give this one a three and a half. OK. I, I can't go all the way to four because it's not like one of the greats. Yeah. But if you want a fun episode that just has a lot of laughs, if you like seeing Darkwing get beaten up, the Hanho animation is a lot of fun. Like, mm-hmm. this is one of their best in just terms of kooky animation. Um, and Negaduck, if you want Negaduck, this yeah. is the episode for you. Um, three and a half. That's, that's, that's well above average. Oh, yeah. And I like this one better than Kung Fooled. I like it better than Dirty Something by a long shot. It was a decent episode to end this run. Okay. I like it. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm 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 gonna co-sign what you just said. I'm gonna give it a 3.5. Also, uh, the jokes on Darkwing getting beat up—it just never stops getting funny on this episode. Uh, Nega Duck and all his vehicles are really cool, man. Like just the yeah. the look at the look of them and everything, you know, from the. The Nega Quack that Mike just named, <laughs> all the way down to the the speedboat or yacht, whatever we want to call it. Um, his vehicles are just awesome in this episode. And then you know you get the Star Wars reference, Song of the South reference, Cinderella reference. There's a lot of references in this. And like you said, man, I'm gonna co-sign what you said up with the animation. It just pops, man. You know the colors are vibrant. Black is inky. Contrast is perfect. Uh, if you have an HD TV or 4K TV, it's gonna look superb, man. Yeah. And um, like I said, going forward, when we intro our episodes, I'll just say who animated the episode. Mm-hmm. Later, ABC Season 2 does not give us a lot to talk about in terms of the animation. So I'm glad we're ending on a decent one as far as that goes. Okay. And we get to see Hamburger Hippo come to life and eat our heroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's definitely cool, man. I, I I like this episode. It's a good filler one, man. It's it's not one that you ever tell a friend about, like, hey, you need to watch this episode who's never seen Darkwing. But when you're binge watching, you're going through them, this is not one to skip. It's a good one. No, no. You want something to skip, you skip dirty something. 
<laughs> you hate that episode. I really um, hate that episode. Okay, so Mike, um, uh, what episode we got next? Wow, we finally did it. We finally hit ABC season two. Mm-hmm. Um, the next episode is going to be Monsters Are Us. The first time we really get a backstory on Morgana. We meet her family. Yeah, and uh, we might have a special guest. Well, I don't want to say she's special. She's family now. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It is someone who's been on several episodes with us mm-hmm. who is a very big Morgana fan. If you're a regular listener, you probably already know who this is. Yeah. We pretty much have her lined up, but we never like to name drop because we never know how things are going to go. So there's there should be three of us next time before Monsters Are Us. Yeah. Now, this isn't Morgana's last episode, but this will be our episode where we give her her, her final due. Because on her final episode, we have to say goodbye to a few other people. So, And her other episode in ABC Season 2 is the most notorious episode of all time. Mm-hmm. And we have big plans for that one. So. Yeah. Next next week will be our big Morgana send off basically. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I requested this person to get on there with me. You know, um, Mike does not hate Morgana. I, I don't know. I think there's a perception that you hate Morgana. It's no, just that it's, you just don't her love her. Yeah, most of her episodes aren't my favorites. Yeah, you At just don't love her like me and the other person. That's all. No. It is. Yeah. So <laughs> you might not you might not hear a lot from me next week because I want to give our guest time to talk. Okay. All right. So, Mike, for the people tuning in for the first time, where can they find us? All podcast apps, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, Apple, uh, YouTube, um, as well as iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and uh, Pandora, pretty much everywhere. Um, I did say YouTube. We have lots of cool stuff on YouTube. Um, And, Will, do you have any shout-outs tonight? Yes, uh, I have two shout-outs. I want to give one, I believe it's Eric Scheidel on YouTube. And I'm I'm not even going to try to pronounce this person's last name. Uh, Jessica something. It starts with a Z. Mike, I'm I'm really not going to try. Jessica always messages me on Instagram and, you know, always... uh, you know wants information about the podcast and what's going on and all these things and shares ideas so shout out to jessica uh, yeah and every time we get a handful of comments on youtube eric is always one of them mm-hmm. he always yeah, has so, something to say yeah definitely man so uh th- those are my shout outs so uh next week is uh monsters are us and i hope everybody stay safe uh and stay dangerous and we are outro for this episode have a good night everybody stay safe good night <laughs>